we all need carbohydrates. We all need energy in order to function, to focus, to stay mental, mentally clear throughout the day. So we all have to have carbohydrates. Welcome to The Wayfinder Show with Adam Lacey and Luis Hernandez, where guests discuss the why and how of making changes in their life that led them down a greater, more authentic path or allowed them to level up in some area of their life. Our goal is to dig deep and provide not only knowledge, but actionable advice to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Come join us and find the way to your dream life. All right, welcome back to the Wayfinder Show. Uh, normally, uh, I'd be, I was getting ready to say, "All right, Adam, how you doing?" But he's not here with us today, unfortunately. Uh, it's holiday season, so he couldn't. Uh, he's out with his kids. I think it's a holiday concert. He missed us oh. for. But luckily, we are. We have a really special guest with us today, and this is my uh, coach. I I don't know. I want to say she's my like dietitian. You know, yeah, coach. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. much more than this that we're going to learn about, right? So, without further ado, let me welcome uh, Bianca Wagner from Metro. Bianca, how you doing? Yeah. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, Louie. I'm super excited about this, and yeah, I think it's been it's been a great. We've only been working together for a few weeks now, but uh, honestly, in in my book, a few weeks seems like it's like a few months. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but but yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. You've already made a big difference in my life, so thank you. But before yeah. uh, we go into all that, let's learn a little bit more about you, Bianca. Uh, tell us, tell us, you know, what's your origin story? Yeah, I, you know, I played, um, I played college volleyball for quite some time, and I played beach volleyball afterwards, and that's what got me into sports nutrition, um, and so. Along that journey, I had worked in a clinical setting in the hospitals for a little while, for a few years. Um, got a little tired of that. Worked in a private practice for functional medicine. Um, and then after that, it led me to MetPro. And so MetPro is extremely special because, you know, I get to work with people like yourself. Um specifically for people that are doing like marathons, races, triathlons, things of that sort. But uh, sports nutrition has always been a part of my life. And specifically because, you know, it was it was integrated in there from sports, from playing sports throughout my entire life. So, um, yeah, it's that sports nutrition. It's pretty much my whole life. So (laughs) and is it primarily endurance sports or or all kinds of sports? So primarily endurance, so running, triathlons, um, Ironmans, cycling, um, regular running marathons. So usually endurance, um, haven't gotten too much into the, you know, heavy lifting or strength or anything of that sort. Um, but usually endurance is primarily what I focus on. Gotcha. And yeah. uh, so tell us what, what is it about MetPro that is so unique compared to any other sports? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Matt Pro is very different because, um, you know, we 
we obviously have like really great, um, well-seasoned coaches here, um, that can help really someone with not only just like weight loss or fat loss, but also with the sports nutrition end of things as well. And so with MetPro, we have an app specifically that you can log and track all of your foods, which is where we push your meal plans through. Um, but also you have that coaching aspect. If you're on concierge coaching, where you have the accountability, you have someone that has the specific knowledge, um, that you're looking for. And our clients are matched to a coach for them based on personality, based on what their goals are, which is very unique rather than, um, a one size fits all. So one other thing I really love about, um, MetPro as well is that it's so, it's so tailored. And every client that we get is completely different. Again, not one size fits all, completely different. So having having a coach that fits with both the personality, also based on their goals, based on like what their their end, what their end goal is, is extremely important. And um, and yeah, so MetPro is definitely very special. You get a lot of different things all in one. Um, and we've had many clients be super, super successful. Um, not only, you know, PRing in their times for like running or marathon or cycling, but also if they have that goal of trying to achieve some type of healthy fat loss at the same time, um, believe it or not, it is achievable. It takes time. It's not an overnight thing, um, but it is achievable. So, yeah. Yeah, I can say uh, I think it's been about three or four weeks since we started working together. And mm -hmm. I, I'll say, you know, to give my testimonial, I, I, I'll say, uh, you know, I'm one of those guys, you know, I run a lot, as you know, I'm uh, my reason I signed up for is for because I have a goal for a marathon. And I thought, right. you know, the um, the, the area for improvement that I, uh, I had, you know, I could improve in the most was uh, diet nutrition. I just felt like, oh, yeah. because I run so much, I can eat whatever I want. And um right. <laughs> Yeah it, yeah, it really hasn't worked out that way. And um, yeah, it's yeah. it's a common it's a common misconception, right? Like, really? um, I think for the amount for the amount of exercise that you do, it is it's quite a bit. And, and so if the meal planning isn't quite there, if the meal timing isn't there, if the macronutrient balance isn't there, then you're going to find yourself coming up short or very tired or very burnt out or like you're hitting a wall even halfway through even some of your shorter runs and then more specifically like a longer run. So to have the meal timing change up and then also the macros be balanced to what you need, it's a huge life changer. It's a huge um, game changer. Um, most people don't think about that because, you know, you would think if I'm working out a lot, I have to fuel a lot, but it also, de it's very dependent on what specific foods you're eating what their glycemic index is, your blood sugar level stabilization throughout the day. Um, there's a lot of different factors to it, and it's not it's not as easy as it sounds. So I'll I'll have clients come to me that try that do try to do it on their own, but it's just not enough, um, and it's not enough to you know start uh, taking down seconds or minutes off of their running times or feeling just very tired and energy drained by the end of their run. So um, there's quite a lot of factors that go into it. So as much as it could be great to eat whatever you want, um, it just, it doesn't always work. So. <laughs> right. 
That's right. And um, yeah. I'll apologize in advance. This is the time for my afternoon snack. So I, I got yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, good. Good. the video. Uh, at least we're not doing that yet. If we ever do the, you know, our listeners will get to see me eating snacks while we try to do. Yeah. <laughs> sure my uh, coach is proud of me. But um, yep, yep. <laughs> I'll say, you know, again, what I've noticed, there were a few like really obvious things I've noticed since I started. One is I can tell when I have like inflammation because I start mm-hmm. to have certain niggles, as we call it in running, in certain yeah. areas, right? Like my IT band or my Achilles, I start to feel it. And I can honestly say I have no niggles, which is just yeah. amazing. Uh, and, you know, I'm week six of my training. I've got over three, uh, three, you know, I've just coming off three weeks in a row of over 60 miles a week. And I'm not feeling any niggles, which is just amazing. Yeah. And then incredible. the other piece, it is incredible. And, and, and you know, I, I attribute that to Metro because it's the only thing I'm doing differently. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and, and the other thing is my energy levels, like you said, are very consistent, not just my energy levels, but I'll also say my temperament. Um, right. Yep. I'm a pretty wired guy and I can get, you know, fired <laughs> up pretty easy and all this stuff. But I find like my temperament is very ke- even keel. And so mm-hmm. is my energy. Uh, whether right. it be in runs at the beginning or end or just throughout the day, I feel like mm-hmm. I just got the right, unless I'm running like late to eat one of my snacks or something. I just, right. Right. incredible. I've never, I'm, I'm fascinated now by this. Yeah. It's having such a big it- difference. It's a total change. And I love to hear that. I really, truly do. Um, I get so much gratitude and happiness from that because it, it really is life changing. And you would never think that from something so simple, but it's not simple, it's advanced, but something so simple as food that can change the way that your body acts during movement. Um, and specifically, like you mentioned, like inflammation, like there's, you know, if you're having a diet that is full of processed foods or not the right foods, you're going to feel it in your muscles. You're going to feel it in your tendons. You're going to feel that inflammatory effect. Um, processed foods, they have all these extra additives and um, preservatives and even sometimes chemicals that the body just is so um, not aware of. And so that inflammation is created in the body. And you can feel it in your movements. But when you clear those processed foods out, um, packaged foods, which, you know, processed foods is really anything that's like man-made. Um, so if it's if it's not whole foods, if it doesn't come from the trees, from the ground, or, you know, from animals, it is most likely going to be processed. So, um, right. but when you have that whole foods diet and you're really having more of like those fresh foods, um, that have a lot of color to them, that have um, antioxidants, that are vitamin rich, they're going to naturally help decrease that inflammation, which is, again, truly life changing. So if you're waking up feeling like you're not as puffy or stiff, or specifically after runs, you don't feel so, um, so tight or achy, that's a really, really good thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, again, it is something that's life changing and it's something again, so simple, but, um, at the same time, we all know this, it's just a matter of putting it into play. So, um, yeah, the inflammation part of it is really, um, it's very interesting. Um, but more specifically, you mentioned your temperament as well, the energy levels and staying pretty 
pretty steady, you know, throughout the day. And that brings me to like blood sugar levels. Blood sugar levels are really important too, because that can affect mood. Um, if you're on a roller coaster of a blood sugar where, you know, you're, it's super high and then it drops in the middle of the day, you have something sweet and then it's high again, you're going on this roller coaster of like emotions or energy levels where you really want that to be sustainable and steady. Um, especially if, you know, someone or yourself is running in the afternoons or the evenings where people usually tend to get pretty tired. Um, so food, food can affect, um, inflammatory responses as equally as it can affect, um, mood and energy levels. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So let's talk about, um, how this all gets started. I, I remember when I, before I even met you, uh, you know, we, before we were paired up together, I got a questionnaire It asked me about my goals. I had to measure all, uh, all different areas of my body and weight mm -hmm. and everything and, yeah, <laughs> it was a pretty extensive questionnaire, and then from that you d decided I am a certain model of uh, I forget what it was called, uh, what mm. model was, and gave me yeah. some suggestions on the app, and we got paired up together. Tell me about the science behind that. What 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 is it? You know, what are the different body types and and goals and and all that that you yeah. Absolutely. So for you in general, um, if I can share that with everyone, sure. um, you are considered a mesomorph. And so a mesomorph is basically when the body is athletic and strong, but you do really well with about 50% strength training and 50% um, endurance uh, training or cardiovascular training. That's what's going to help keep your body maintained, your body fat low, but then your muscle mass uh, maintained. Um, depending on what your goals are, we can kind of manipulate that um, based on what you want to look like aesthetically, what you want to do goal-wise. You, you know, for you, it's not necessarily about aesthetics, but it's more about like performance, you know, how good you're feeling in those runs. The other two body types we have are uh, ectomorph and ectomorph is typically a body that is uh, very, very lean, very, very slender and tend to um, have a very difficult time getting on uh, muscle weight. So their their goals are going to be much different. Same thing with endomorph. Um, endomorph is a body type that has a little bit more of stored fat. They have lots of muscle, typically a little bit more uh, stocky. And so again, their, their fitness goals are going to be a little bit different as well. So through these different body types, you have to consider what their split is between strength and also endurance, because one size is not fit. All your goals will be totally and completely different from the next client. And so with the questionnaire, it does ask, it's, it's very, very in-depth. But through that, it does determine like what your body type is and then also like what specific goal that you're looking for. Um, so with the different body types, depending on what specific sport that person is in, um, we can really, again, like manipulate that to match their goal. So um, again, for you, we have we're trying to add in a couple of strength training sessions per week, but mostly like endurance. The strength is there mostly to help support your running and to help with mobility, to help with um, slight toning. 
Whereas your extra running is, you know, it, you're, you're a runner. So of course that's going to be in there. So yeah, three, three different main body types and, um, and each of our coaches is very well trained on how to create goals based upon like what our client wants. And so, um, yeah, the three body types are very, very interesting. So we yeah. get, we get all sorts of different ones in. So, so what would, it, I, I know in my case, it, it looked like, uh, I don't know if I'm eating any less than I used to eat. I just think the mm. time is way different. And mm -hmm. what I'm eating is, is much different, right? Like, right. I'm not eating a pint of ice cream that night anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> <I'm listening>. no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, like at lunch, especially lunch, I realized very carb heavy, right? Um, I think I have to eat like a cup of rice every day for lunch. I mean, mm -hmm. that's quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, and at first I thought like, whoa, this is a lot. But you know, it actually it, it's amazing how good I feel throughout the day with yeah. it. Yeah. So what what yeah. is it? Let's say it was somebody different. Like you know, they want to lose. And, and and I'll also say this: I haven't really lost too much weight. I started mm -hmm. at a level and I dropped a couple pounds in the first couple of days. But then I I'm yeah. pretty. I, I've noticed you ask us to weigh in, and I've never really meant somebody weigh myself much yeah yeah when i go to the doctor and I, I i was shocked at how quickly in the first like couple of days i dropped uh, quite a few pounds and then mm -hmm. i just stayed consistently there uh, you know yeah, yeah uh, you know give or take a, a pound any given day and i think that's you said that's water weight a lot of times mm -hmm. right so yep, typically yep typically but, uh, in the first few days it'll be water weight usually from from sodium, you know, we never really know quite what the diet was before, um, at least for like the first three days. Um, water weight can be pulled thin if you're having a little bit of extra sodium or if there's extra fats, extra oil, things like that. So first few days, usually we'll see, we'll see probably um, one, one to three pounds, depending on the person. So yeah, for you, that was very, very normal. And then it stayed pretty stable at this yeah. point. Yeah, I was nervous after the first couple of days, but I trusted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel great. Yeah, because um, I'm already a small guy, so I wasn't thinking, "Hey, I need right. to wait," you know. But right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah we don't need you disappearing. <laughs> right, right. So I, I, but it's it's been working out for sure. So now, um, what about again? Let, let's we need you, to, you know, give away some secrets here. Like, what if it was somebody for endurance? Obviously. It's, it sounds like we want like high carbs, middle of the day kind of thing, but consistently mm -hmm. also, right? What if it's yeah. who wants to like lose weight, for example, you know, if they want to lose yeah. safely, right? Not, not, yeah. not oh, for diet. sure. Safely and sustainably. Yeah. So if it's, you know, and there's a difference between somebody that has a sports nutrition fueling goal while also trying to have a weight loss goal versus somebody that only has a weight loss goal. So if we're dealing with somebody that only has strictly a weight loss goal, then basically we're trying to stair-step them down um, our tailored meal plans. So we're slowly decreasing their intake, their carbohydrate intake specifically, which will um, contribute to total calories. And then we actually want to increase their intake to help increase their metabolism. Um, and then we go into what is called a cutting phase. A cutting phase basically just means that you're going from a high carb intake um, with a big drop, usually a 50 gram carb or more contrast, dropping into a lower intake. The thought process behind that is that you are trying to 
keep them at, uh, you're trying to stair step them at a lower intake plan for a short amount of time because we never want to stay in a low intake calorie or carbohydrate plan for too long because it'll start to compromise the metabolism. Um, which is why uh, I don't want to stay off subject for too long, but which is why there are many diets out there that are low calorie, that are low carb. Can they work? Absolutely. You can probably lose weight very quickly within a few weeks. Is it sustainable though? No, it's not. Once you're off that plan, that weight will come back, if not quicker, if you try to go to a regular diet. So after we stair step them down uh, to our lower intake meal plans, then we'll start to slowly increase them back up. One, to make sure that their body doesn't adapt to a lower intake, but also two, to help increase metabolism. So that's basically, again, we're kind of manipulating the macronutrient carbohydrates, and it has worked for many, many, many people. On the flip side, if we have somebody coming in who is, you know, a runner or an endurance athlete, um, and they're also trying to lose weight, it's not impossible, but it does take time. And at some point you have to prioritize which goal you want, because if somebody is training for a race that's coming up in a month, your goal probably won't want to be weight loss because you're not going to feel very good when you're doing all these long runs and you're on a training schedule and things like that. Um, however, after that race, then again, we'll take them through a similar, a similar downshifting of meal plans. Um, to help decrease that intake, uh, to help them with some of that weight loss. But this is all very individualized. Not everybody can stair step down, um, meaning downshift their meal plans quickly, nor do we want to do that quickly. Um, there are some body types that can maybe be on 120 grams of carbohydrates, and that's as low as they can go. At MEPRO, the lowest we go for a male or a female is like 85 grams of carbohydrates, which is still a decent amount. Um, but again, we never want to keep someone there for too long. Um, our, our roundabout time, usually I will never keep someone there longer, even longer than four weeks. That's pushing it. Um, but some people don't even last, you know, like five or six days and they're like, nope, I need an increase in, in my carbohydrates, which is totally fine too. So, um, but yeah, I hope that answers your question a little bit because they are two, they're two different people. If you have like an endurance runner who's trying to have that sports nutrition goal and lose weight versus somebody that solely wants to lose weight. Yeah. And I know you do work more with endurance athletes, but for our, I'm sure you know a little bit about how to help bodybuilders who want to put on some weight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, how, how, what would that look like? So that would look completely different. So for anybody that is trying to gain weight in a good, healthy way, because again, there's a big difference. You're trying to gain weight. You don't want to gain weight through eating burgers, fries, and shakes, and you know all these like weight gainers, um, bars, and all this stuff, um, supplements. There is a way to gain weight in a very healthy way, um, but it does take time. Gaining weight, in my opinion, for somebody that is um, quite skinny, or an endomorph, um, gaining healthy muscle mass is probably the hardest task because they have to be so consistent. Um, and it's quite a bit of food too. You're eating pretty much every two hours throughout the day. Um, the amount of uh, workout and strength 
that you have to hit every week consistently is quite, quite a bit. So for somebody that is an endomorph and has a very, very high metabolism, is very, you know, quite lean as it is, it takes some work and it takes time, but it's very, it's achievable so long as somebody is willing to put in the work. So for that person, they would have to be on a high calorie, definitely high carbohydrate plan. You cannot gain weight, especially healthy weight, if you are not having enough carbohydrates. If your carbohydrates aren't there, I mean, I, for, you know, I, I can't say a specific number because it depends on the person, but if the carbohydrates aren't high enough, you're going to be putting in all this work and not getting very much back. So. Interesting. Yeah. What about, so, so for us, like I, I knew nothing about diet, like I mentioned before. So can you break it down to me a little bit, the differences between what, what actual car, I know this is really simple probably for you, <laughs> yeah. you know, carbs and proteins and fats. Uh, Cause that, that seems to be what we have to track a lot. Right. And, and maybe yeah. the healthy ways of taking those in. Yeah, absolutely. So car carbohydrates, fat, and protein are your macro macronutrients. And so with carbohydrates, those are going to be more of um, what we call at macro, like meal carbs. So brown rice, um, bread, um, tortillas, sweet potatoes, like your, your veggie carbs, which are going to be like um, butternut squash, um, things like that, things that are a little bit more starchier. So that's your, your carbohydrates. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Purpose. What are their purpose? I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. So, I mean, carbohydrates is going to give you primarily energy. That's like your energy macronutrient. And so it's also the building block of, again, gaining muscle or also losing fat. So, but the main purpose of carbohydrate in, in the nutrition world is strictly energy. So we all need carbohydrates. We all need energy in order to function, to focus, to stay mental, um, mentally clear throughout the day. So we all have to have carbohydrates. Um, if you don't have carbohydrates, you're going to really, really lack that mental clarity. You're going to feel very tired, not quite as focused. Um, and yeah, at some point we all have to have carbohydrates. Um, protein, on the other hand, protein is like your building block for specifically all of your muscles. It's what keeps our muscle mass. Um, it's what we need for repair and recovery post-workout. Um, and so protein, um, that's going to be, I'm sure many people know this, this is pretty straightforward, but protein is going to be anything that comes from animals or, you know, eggs, tofu. Um, we have some, uh, vegan or vegetarians that do tofu or Satan, things like that. And then fat is also, um, another energy macronutrient. So fat is your, your second energy. It's like your plan B. Carbohydrate is your body's first source of energy. So when you're running, when you're training, when you're um, doing any type of exercise, your body, your body primarily goes to carbohydrates first. If it runs out of carbs, it goes to fat second. So fat is going to be your second source of energy. I don't want to get too off subject, but some people that have done the keto diet in the past, they try to manipulate those macronutrients and so they will stay very low carb, like 25 grams of carbohydrates or less. And they try to manipulate those macros where their body is only using fat.
for energy, which can get, if you're not doing the ketogenic diet properly, it can get very, um, just very, very demanding on the body. The body was not meant to primarily work with fat as its primary source. So again, flat fat is plan B and you can get healthy fats from um, oils, nut oils, um, seeds, avocado, things like that. So those are the three macronutrients and um, they're, they're all very, very important. You have to have all three, you have to have all three balanced. If you want to be healthy, if you want to be specifically happy, have a lot of good energy. Um, so yeah, those are the three macros. Yeah. I can tell you, um, I know in the running world, you know, we have that term in the marathon called hitting the wall, right? And um, yeah. one of the things I've learned is that's usually when you switch from burning uh, carbs to fat, am I right? Like pretty yeah. much your body yeah, almost like a switch. And it's not a good feeling. <laughs> it is not it a good feeling at all. Right. Yeah. And and that's then that's also too well, you know, with, with runners like, when we're first going through um, like a assessment of like, what are you doing right now? You want to make sure that um, somebody is taking in enough carbohydrates before their run, during their run, aka goose or gels or any any whole foods. Some people can tolerate whole foods. Some people can't, um, which is okay. And then afterwards, um, the refueling of everything. But during that run, the most, in my opinion, the most important part of a run is what you're fueling with beforehand and also what you're fueling with during. Afterwards has to do with just post-recovery. But in order to be, to feel sufficient, in order to feel energized, in order to make sure that you don't hit a wall, you really want to focus on what you're intaking beforehand and also during that run. Um, if it's not there, if it's not, if it's not quite elevated enough, you're going to hit a wall and you're going to, somebody will feel sick, will feel dizzy, will feel like, wow, I can't, I can't even finish this. Um, so specifically before a run, you really want to focus on a combination of simple and complex carbohydrates. So complex carbohydrates, which would be something of like, um, toast, like brown toast or, um, whole wheat waffle or an English muffin. Um, something of that sort, something that is uh, made with uh, wheat flour and not white flour, because it's going to give you long term energy. And then you also want to integrate uh, a quick acting energy or a simple carb, which would be fruit, super easy. Um, but having both of those paired together will give you quick and long acting energy for during your run. And then, you know, based on based on what somebody is doing, during the run, we can kind of manipulate what they're doing, um, goo-wise, chew-wise, electrolytes, um, even whole foods during the run, depending on what they can tolerate and then take. Yeah. And tell us, uh, electrolytes, can you talk a little bit about that? We, I know you've been covering that with me personally lately. Uh, yeah, definitely. Electrolytes are so important. You know, uh, electrolytes... Your body, especially in um, the hottest times of the year, summertime, even spring, I mean, wintertime too, but specifically when it's hot outside and you feel like you're sweating a lot or you are sweating a lot, some people are very, very salty sweaters, 
meaning that you'll have a film of, you know, white salt basically on your skin. Um, and some people don't sweat at all, which is not always the best thing because you want your body to be constantly cooling off. Because if you don't sweat enough, your body can actually get very overheated, um, which is what we don't want. But electrolytes help replenish um, the salt or sodium, uh, potassium, um, calcium, and all those different uh, electrolytes that your body is constantly sweating out. You have to replace them. If they aren't replaced and you're constantly sweating or your body isn't cooling down as quickly as it should, then some of the negative impacts that can happen are dizziness, feeling like faint, feeling like you're gonna, you know, seeing like little black dots. Um, those are some of the big symptoms of electrolyte deficiency. Unfortunately, I've had some clients that, you know, either, you know, they just don't take electrolytes or they, you know, will we'll talk about it, but then they don't take them. And then the next thing you know, they, you know, were going through a race and ended up in the white tent, which nobody wants to ever be in the white tent. So <laughs> where you don't want to be. So, um, but the process behind like electrolytes is to help keep the balance of your body, the hormonal balance of your body together while you're running. And so if, if the electrolyte balance is off, then again, you're going to start to get headaches. You're going to feel lightheaded. So um, there's many electrolytes out there. There's all types of different brands. Um, there's some that, there's some that contain, um, a high amount of sugar, which is okay. Again, for some people that are salty sweaters, something that is higher in sugar for somebody like that would be okay. Um, something lower in sugar for someone that sweats, but maybe not as much could be a little bit more, you know, sustainable. And for people that have GI issues, um, GI issues, meaning like bloating or feeling like they um, are cramping, things like that, or even gas, which a lot of runners do have from goos or gels in general. Um, you want to make sure that you do a lower sugar electrolyte because a lot of sugar at one time can exacerbate feeling bloated or, you know, feeling uh, kind of like you have that runner stomach, which again, nobody ever wants to have because it's just not fun. So <laughs> absolutely not. All right. How about, um, can we talk a little bit about meat? And, yeah, of uh, course. Been, uh, for sure. Topic. You know, over the <laughs> so I'm wondering, like, what are the, you mentioned how, you know, we get a lot of our proteins from it. Uh, are there yeah. any downsides to it? You know, to kind of, the what are your thoughts on meat in general? I guess. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think personally, I think it's up to, it's up to what the person's diet is. And so if somebody is a vegan or a vegetarian, I, I would never be the one to try to change their minds about that because that is their choice. We can work around that. We just need to find different foods that are going to fit for them. Um, it's just going to look a little bit different than maybe a meat eater diet. Um, do I think that meat is important? For sure, I do. Um, it has a lot of minerals, vitamins, iron, um, different things that the body really truly needs, um, especially if you're really looking to keep and maintain muscle mass. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's impossible um, if somebody is a vegetarian or a vegan. We just have to find different ways. Most of the time too, vegetarian or vegans have to um, 
sometimes take extra supplements to help with that, which again is okay, but it's not necessarily coming from whole foods. Um, for you in general, if you're doing more of like whole foods and you're um, like a meat eater, you're gonna feel you're gonna feel a quicker impact um, energy wise based off of what you're eating versus maybe a vegan or a vegetarian. Um, so it's not necessarily that if you don't eat meat, is that bad? Not necessarily, but we do have to find, um, foods that are going to replace that in some way, whatever way that may look like for them. Great. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. I think, uh, we're, we're around that point where we'd like to go over our famous Wayfinder 4. Unless yeah. talk about with MetPro or sports nutrition that we didn't cover. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, um, so Bianca, tell me what is a hack that you like to use? Something to cheat life with to help your productivity? Yeah, I think um, for any particular app, uh, let's see. I have one app in general that it's a, it's a water app and gosh, I can't think of it right now. I'm going to have to find it and I'll send you a message, but it's a water app that basically helps you track water throughout the day. It sends you reminders to your phone and it pops up every hour. Um, we're so busy throughout the day that it's, it's very, very easy to be dehydrated or not drink enough water. Um, but hydration is so important to make sure that, um, you know, again, energy levels, um, dehydration can lead to feeling hungrier than what you normally are. It can lead to feeling very tired. Um, and it can lead to you just, especially in the afternoons, feeling like you want to take a little bit of a nap. So, um, it's a particular water app. I think it's called, I think it's called hydration something. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but a water app is my hack. I use it every single day. Um, I live by it. Um, and I, I would recommend it to anybody. Okay, great. We'll look out for that and put it in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> what about a favorite? Could be a book, movie, play, music, whatever. You know, lately I've been listening to uh, Dr. Andrew Huberman, the neuroscientist at Stanford University. Huberman podcast is incredible. Uh, personally, it has changed my life in a lot of different ways. Yes. Um, more specifically, he has a podcast that I just listened to lately on sleep and how to have better sleep, how to recover better, um, different ways to help you sleep better for longer. Um, so the Huberman podcast is incredible. And Dr. Andrew Huberman is extremely intelligent and he's very thorough with his explanations. Um, so if you or anyone else is interested, definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his podcast as well. I think it's called the Huberman Lab, right? Yeah, and yep, Huberman Lab. Mm -hmm. It is It is outstanding. You really do learn a lot. Uh, yeah, mean, absolutely. He's a great guest too. I mean, he, he does, he does. And they're so intelligent and I just love to learn from them. There's so many good things and different subjects too. Really cool different subjects. Yeah. There was a really good one with him and Lex Friedman. I don't know if you ever hear his podcast. Uh, I actually, I don't think I have. His name is Lex Friedman. Yeah, it's nothing to do with nutrition, but they. Yeah. I can't remember who was on whose podcast because they both have run some of the most popular podcasts and interview okay. amazing people. But he yeah. was clearly all about, you know, health and nutrition. Right. Right. 
And Lex is about everything, uh, kind of like the Wayfinder show. So one day he'll be like us. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. But it, that was a really good one because it was also master, you know, interviewers and everything. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Yep. Yeah. I will definitely be checking out that podcast. Yeah. Uh, so what is some advice you would give to your younger self? You know, I think that some advice I would give is don't put so much pressure on yourself. I think in this day and time, it's so easy to be hard on yourself and, you know, do everything well, um, do everything 110%. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, in, in my younger times, um, you know, under fueling and over exercising was like a really big thing, whether, you know, it was intentional or not. And so putting that pressure, it just, it really, really does make your body suffer. And so find the experts where you can, whether it's dietetics or, um, you know, a personal trainer or whatever it may be, there's experts for everything and you don't have to ever do anything alone. Um, and just take some of the pressure off. Um, and yeah, I think, I think I would definitely say that to my younger self. Excellent. Yeah. It's, I have two teenage daughters and they, uh, I, I'm, I just, it stresses me out how much stress they put on themselves and how I'm like, wow, yeah. what are you stressed about? You know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you're young, you're free. You don't yeah. have any responsibilities, you know, totally. take care of your body. It's, it's fine. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> what is, uh, what is something that you think keeps people from being happy? Yeah, this, you know, this could go very, very deep, but I think that, um, something that could keep somebody from being happy is themselves again, like you, you are the person that has the ability and the opportunity to do anything that you want um, if you put your mind to it. And at the end of the day, you know, you can wake up and choose to have a great day. You can choose to have like a bad day or whatever it may be. But I'm a really strong believer in energy. I'm a strong believer in um, you have the ability to do anything that you truly want, no matter what people say, no matter what people do. And you're the only person that is um, keeping yourself from doing that. So um, believe in yourself. And if you, this is going to sound so corny, but um, if you do believe it, you can absolutely achieve it. It's just a matter of giving yourself the opportunity to do it. So what about uh, contact info? If people want to know a little bit more about you, Bianca, yeah. or Pro, how, how should they reach out? Well, I would love for anybody to, um, you know, so you can search me on metpro.co. So M-E-T-P-R-O.co slash Bianca. And you can read a little bit more about my biography on there. Um, I have a Calendly. So if anybody, you know, wants to uh, do a call, it's a free first call, um, just to talk through what they're looking for, if maybe we're a good match. And if we aren't a good match, that's okay. We have other coaches at MetPro too. Um, I don't, I never take anything personally. And um, you can chat a little bit more about MetPro, if it's a good fit, things like that. Um, but yeah, put yourself on my calendar. I'd love to chat with, you know, any, any of your listeners and, um, but metco.co slash Bianca is where you can find me. Great. Thank you. 
Yeah. Well, Bianca, I, I um, failed to mention one of the other big perks of working with you and MetPro that I, I thought was pretty awesome. Uh, I didn't even sign up for this, but I, it's been incredible. <laughs> Uh, with the concierge, well, first of all, is your availability and your communications is just amazing. You know, I know we have a standing call every week, uh, which mm -hmm. is great. And I look forward to it. But you're also available via text all the time. I, I'm blown away by how quickly you respond and how in-depth you respond. So thank you for that. And then the other piece is the, uh, uh, I don't know what you call it. I, I wrote concierge menu services. I don't know. but <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, It's been cool. Like... You know, you're like, hey, if you need to know what to eat when you go to a restaurant, just let me know what that is and I'll look it up for you. And uh, yeah. And so what I did is, you know, I have a lot of business lunches. So I, I sent you a couple of my favorite places by my office and you you gave me a, a, a handful of each one, each meal I could have at each restaurant, which I thought was super helpful. And now we're getting ready to go on a road trip. Right. Yeah. You've already told me, like, which snacks I should bring, you know, have ready. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the places you know, along the way that I could stop and right. eat, I should eat that, you know, my family, you know, if they want Chipotle, what can I get at Chipotle? Right. Like that. Kind right. of thing. Exactly. So yep. that is a huge, huge service. It takes so much stress off of this. Um, so I, I really want to thank you for that. I mean, cause I, I've, yeah. I tried to do these programs before and they never work. And I, that's usually where I'm like, Oh, here I go. I got to go to a, a dinner somewhere and what am I going to eat? It throws everything off and then I beat myself up. Right. And, so, yeah. Really great. Well, good. I'm glad it's been extremely impactful for you. And that's, that's yeah. part of my job. You know, at the end of the day, it's, yeah. it is concierge coaching, right? And yeah. there's a, a higher level, there's a higher expertise. And that's part of yeah. my job is to take the stress out of that, especially if you're, on the road, if you're traveling, if you're flying, if you're even going on like a business lunch or dinner. Um, yeah, I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna, we may not get it 100% perfect, but we're gonna get it pretty close to your plan as possible. So well, um, it's a lot better than what I would have done on my own, right? I would have <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But good. I'm glad I'm happy to hear it's been very impactful for you, which is very yeah, helpful. And even with like electrolytes and gels and everything, you've told me hey get this one get that one like and, and it works and i'm yeah. like oh, no. so i i've yeah about you so that's been great so good 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 yeah so thank you for being here and thank you for being my coach on this journey um i'm sure i'm gonna pr this at this uh the, the tokyo marathon next year and you I, will you will you, so thank you uh and yeah. I, a lot of people are gonna get a lot of value out of it so thanks for yeah. being Definitely. Thanks so much for having me, Louie. I appreciate it. And I'm glad that uh, MetPro has been very impactful for you. Very happy to be your coach. You're a great person to coach, which is very helpful too. So <laughs> the consistent ones are the ones that are the best. So, but even if those of you out there that aren't consistent, that's okay too. We can work with that. So. <laughs> Look everybody into shape. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We hope you've enjoyed the Wayfinder Show. If you got value from this episode, please take a few seconds to leave us a five-star rating and review. This will allow us to help more people find their way to live more authentic and exciting lives. We'll catch you on the next episode.